of a white Christmas. Keep dreaming. There's a little white stuff in the area here as we got some uh, light rain turning into freezing rain here a bit, too. We're on the minus side at minus four, but snow flurry activity, yes, still an opportunity for it this morning before it clears up. Uh, for the rest of the day, I'm curious, some areas of uh, southeastern Saskatchewan may be uh, getting a little more snowfall than us. If that's you, text me, one 7275 I'm curious if any of the white stuff is falling in your area. And let us know on your morning commute, too, with this uh, light rain, freezing rain now. Hopefully it doesn't uh, cause any further aggravation on roads, but it's... Uh, Quite possible, for sure. We lose about another eight seconds of daylight today. Tomorrow, we'll lose about three seconds. However, hang on. After that, we'll be over the hump. Tomorrow's the winter solstice. First day of winter. After tomorrow, the days start getting longer. Not feeling at all like a miserable winter so far. And as I said a moment ago, even in the long-range forecasts, It's looking pretty mild into the plus temperatures again by tomorrow and uh, a week from today and the chaos of Christmas will be behind us already a week from today. Till then, I say bring on the food, the treats, the parties, the presents, cheesy Santa hats, couple more days of school to go. And I know some of you having to attend the uh, kids Christmas concert last night. I'm sure you were super proud of the effort. Probably had a few giggles at the little ones as well. This morning for fun, our Christmas question of the day, I ask, what is the one Christmas treat or even a side dish you can't stand? You loathe at Christmas. You hate. It's hard to hate at Christmas, but when it comes to some side dishes, it's possible. For instance, for me, it's disgusting to see cranberry sauce at the Christmas dinner table. It's even worse if I can still see the shape of the can of the cranberry sauce in the dish. (laughs) That's even worse. Mincemeat pies are a close second for me, I think. How about you? On the CJME Morning Show Facebook page or texting 1-877-300-7275. Christmas fun question of the day. The side dish or treat you can't stand at Christmas. Kim Rathgerber actually has the tradition of putting a can of cranberry sauce out on the table. Doesn't say whether or not I enjoy it. Jennifer Brown said, yep, cranberry. I don't even put it out. Totally with you there, Greg. Jennifer Brown, cranberry. Don't put it out. Tanya Edna, turnips and cranberries. I only pretend to enjoy a turnip when my grandma used to put them out. Sarah Marie said turnips as well. Brussels sprouts. Veronica Miller said, no, no thank you to Brussels sprouts as a side dish. But if you... Take, I think, and bake those sprouts along with bacon. Glaze them up a little with some brown sugar and onion. You might like Brussels sprouts this Christmas. That's how I became a lover of them. But uh, Corey Himmelspeck said fruitcake. Those are a lot of good answers. Side dish or treat you can't stand at Christmas. one 7-5. Going to be going direct to the North Pole with Santa Claus again after the 7.30 news, giving your kids a chance to talk to Santa. Yesterday, my head was spinning 
when young Milo called, and I couldn't believe how long his list was. <laughs> what could Santa bring you for Christmas this year? A phone, any electronic, money, lots of lot, prank stuff, more prank stuff, Lego, giant Lego set, more Lego, even more prank stuff, camera with games on it, computer, Xbox, controller, that rainbow, drone, my own TV in my room, Alexa or Siri, and um, a, Harry, a Harry Potter Lego. <laughs> I got the Harry Potter Lego. <laughs> you set your list in, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Okay, good, because I'm going to have to look at that one again. <laughs> hi, Vita. Say hi to Santa. Hello. Hi, Vita. How are you today? Good. Good. What could Santa bring you for Christmas this year? Um, miniverse. I watch um, comic books and slime. And slime, too. Oh, that's cool, yeah. That's a good list. <laughs> if you want to have your kids talk to Santa, we'll be doing it again after the 7.30 news. And you can call Frank, the producer. Yes, it's even on his business card. Frank, the producer. one 877 You can call him now, and he'll get your name and number and your kids' names. And we'll be ready for Santa when we call the North Pole. Soon will come our way. Seven or two will come our way. Eight little reindeer pull his sleigh. Eight little reindeer pull his sleigh. Reindeer sleigh. Come our way. Ho, ho, ho. Cheering up. Camp on head. Sweet and fresh. Special night. Here's that sleigh. Yeah, there's a lot of excitement in the air and uh, a lot of decorations in your home. Perhaps even some candles. And uh, soon, uh, a lot of cooking, too. Uh, Fire Chief uh, Lane Jackson will join me uh, next hour. Some holiday safety tips that uh, you probably heard before, but some you may not have. And uh, good to consider because, again, this morning, the Regina Fire Department responding to what is uh, a fatal house fire on the 2100 block of Winnipeg. They tell us uh, they showed up about 1239 early this morning, flame smoke. From the home on arrival, crews got inside. Sadly, they found two occupants on the second floor who were declared deceased on the scene. And uh, Regina Fire uh, still on the scene as that investigation will continue, of course, too. But uh, some uh, holiday safety tips coming up a little later on. Uh, poinsettia or poinsettia? What do you say? And are they really poisonous to people and pets? Jim Faust is a horticultural professor at Clemson University. He's going to set the record straight for you right now. He is the guy who explores the history of this red and green foliage imported from Mexico that has become North America's most colorful Yuletide symbol. Starting first with the debate. Poinsettia or poinsettia? Yeah, most academics and horticulturists will say poinsettia. Uh, Joel Poinsettia himself said poinsettia. Poinsettia. I guess there's no right or wrong. And contrary to widespread belief, they're not poisonous to people or pets. If you taste the nectar on them, it tastes really good. It's really sweet. I've never tasted poinsettia. But apparently they're sweet. In America, they are the second most potted plant behind orchids. And there are more than 150 varieties out there. Shades of red make up 90% of what is a $200 million market. They're everywhere, no matter where you go. Every time I go to the grocery store, they're right there at the front entrance, usually on sale, 9 or 10 bucks. Yesterday, I noticed gas down again from, uh, what was it, 135, 131. Some of the independents this morning are 121. So that's helpful just before uh, Christmas and hitting the roads. And uh, as I mentioned, if this weather holds, 
as it appears to through Christmas. It should make uh, for good traveling conditions, although a little freezing rain out there this morning now, just within the last half hour. Uh, Gas coming down on the same day the Fed's unveiled its plan to phase out the sales of gas-powered vehicles by 2035. They said more details are coming, but uh, 20% of all vehicles offered for sale in Canada will need to be fully electric or plug-in hybrid models by 2027. And then reach 60% by 2030 and 100% by 2035. Quebec and BC are already above the 20% mark for electric vehicle sales, but uh, that ain't going to happen too quickly here in this province. Our premier's already slammed the lofty targets. Even introducing that $150 annual charge on electric vehicles registered in our province. They did that back in 21, right, to assist in its share of highway maintenance. Only about 10% of new vehicles registered in Canada were electric during the first quarter of this year alone. That means electric vehicle sales would essentially need to pretty much double over the next three years to meet that 2027 goal. Right now, pricing and concern for enough charging stations along the way of everyone's destinations. And of course, waiting for a truck or two that can guarantee towing capacity and withstand our winters. That seems to be what a lot of people I talk to in Saskatchewan about electric vehicles, particularly truck lovers. And we are a truck loving city and province, that's for sure. So until they really define that, I don't think a lot of people are going to jump on this. I look forward to the day when I can buy an electric truck. That meets my needs. I think it would be great, but it's just not in the cards for me. The price is phenomenal right now. And and I don't know, what are the feds thinking they're going to do for long-haul trucks and farm tractors, even airplanes? Like, what makes these leaders think we can alter the entire industrial infrastructure of our country in 10 years to force a shift of this magnitude? It's, it's hey, I'm, I'm for a greener world, but something tells me it ain't going to happen. 5.57, not at this rate, anyhow, that they're expecting. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by a choir. Folks dressed up like Eskimos. Yeah, for many, uh, Christmas is a joyous time of the year. Those who have suffered loss, though, it can be a little sad. And uh, certainly, it's even sadder when you uh, hear how uh, even the Regina Fire Department, again, responding to yet another fatal house fire. What was it? Only about a week and a half there was one. And now this morning, uh, 2100 block Winnipeg Street. Uh, flames smoke when the uh, firefighters arrived on the scene early this morning and I got inside and they found, sadly, two occupants on the second floor, deceased. And uh, they're still on that scene. Jillian Massey, one of our reporters, also on the scene, bringing us more uh, at the bottom of the hour here with Kevin Martell. But uh, that's what we're trying to prevent uh, uh, with uh, the my next guest here, Regina Fire Chief Lane Jackson. Some important safety tips, some gentle reminders on how to be alert and aware when it comes to fire safety this Christmas. First, Lane, thank you for being here. Let me start with a few tips, or you start with a few tips that uh, perhaps could prevent a Christmas disaster, will you please? Absolutely, Greg, and it it is a very busy time of year, very busy time. It's holiday season, and it's busy time for the fire department, unfortunately, too, with a lot of fires and other 
uh, incidents that we go to. So cooking is still uh, one of our leading causes of fire. And, and we know the Christmas feast is coming and folks will be in the kitchen cooking, never leave it unattended, stuff on the stove or in the oven. They always want to be checking on it uh, regularly. Christmas trees, so folks will buy natural Christmas trees. They always need to be watered daily and kept away from any heat sources. They can be uh, quite combustible if left unattended and cared for. LED lights are definitely a lot safer than the old uh, type of lights. Some of the other electrical uh, safety, we always want folks to be very safe when using electrical, so avoid those overloaded outlets and octopuses and any pinched extension cords. So sometimes you have the Christmas tree quite a ways away from an outlet, so you're running an extension cord, and it's you, know, you just always want to be careful when, when using those type of devices too. A lot of candles get placed around the house for aroma. Sometimes you forget where you put them all if you have a lot of company, and that must be a problem too. Candle, we always have a couple candle fires a year. Had a couple already. So you always want to be safe when using candles, hard flat surface never leave the room and leave them unattended or with children lane jackson fire chief with me if someone wants to purchase a fire extinguisher what do you recommend you know what we recommend greg is a a multi-purpose dry powder dry chemical fire extinguisher so those abc's they're safe for almost any type of fires so even they're good for flammable combustible liquids and they're safe to use on electrical your average house if you had a five pound fire extinguisher you're pretty good when you're buying them it'll it'll tell you what uh, type of service work you need or when they're when they should be replaced so always read those manufacturer's instructions lane jackson fire chief how often do you go to a fire that might have ended gravely and smoke detectors weren't even working we do go to those uh, throughout the year greg and it's very very unfortunate it is the time of season two to give those smoke alarms a check we want you to be checking them monthly but especially with all the busyness and the cooking and, and candles and everything else and space heaters are another one greg uh, that come out this time of year we're fortunate it's been warm this year so far but we know a cold snap is coming down the roads. The space heaters come out, keep them a safe distance uh, from combustibles also. Good advice. And we're almost into 2024. The new year's upon us here. Reflect with me on 2023. There was definitely some negatives with we lost lives in fires. Are we getting better? Are the numbers getting worse, better? What is it? Well, the numbers, unfortunately, Greg, uh, 2023, we exceeded the amount of emergency incidents that we went to in 2022. So we're up in uh, calls this year again and that's been our you know our five-year even 10-year trend as we're steadily uh, going up each and every year what's pushing that up we've dug a little bit deeper uh, greg at some of the things we do know that uh, overdoses are, are up in our community so that's a number two that we watch carefully and uh, can't stress enough to the folks to to make good decisions, in particular with with substance use too. So I uh, know it's a stressful time of year too. In that regard, we want everyone to be safe. One thing too is uh, we do go to a lot of uh, vehicle crashes. So you know we carry the jaws of life, and we're going to all kinds of vehicle crashes uh, through the through the year. And this year, a lot of folks are on the roads, so I just want to uh, ask everyone to be safe while on the road. Slow down. I know it's busy time of year and we're all rushing, but slow down and use good care and attention while driving, too. Lane, thanks for everything you do and uh, the entire Regina Fire Department. We appreciate you, and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, man. You bet. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you, Greg. Last Christmas, I gave you my-
I'm Greg Morgan. It is uh, 623 freezing rain this morning. So the morning commute uh, gets a little dicier there. I don't know how bad it is on your commute, but when it's safe, let me know. So I can share with everyone else. one 877 Ah, my Oilers. I was watching the game a bit last night. Special teams sucked. They lost again, 3-1 to, to the Islanders, seven Braves' favorite team. So he'll be bugging me about that later. Uh, they failed to execute, simply. On a 58-second two-man advantage, and they couldn't score. 0-4 on the power play. There, I'm done. Oh, and Connor McDavid's 12-game point streak came to an end as well. But uh, the Leafs were busy watching their own players accidentally uh, knock the puck into their own net. Not once, not twice, but three times last night that happened. It was 2-2 in the third with 12 minutes to go when a good old Sasky boy, Prince Albert's Braden Schneider, went to work for the Rangers. There he is. Well, the Rangers would uh, eventually win 5-2 the final there. Austin Matthews, though, red hot still, scored a couple. He's got the league leading 25 goals right now. Pretty impressive. Coyotes rallied past the Senators to spoil Jacques Martin's return as a coach. Sends her up like 3 nothing, And then the Coyotes, they, they came back four goals, and they won 4-3. The the Phoenix Coyotes this year are amazing. Uh, Canucks continue to surge, beating the Preds 5-2. Canucks now 6-0-1 over the last seven games. Connor Bedard. Here he goes. Reichel scores! Yeah, Connor Bedard with uh, assists number one of two there. He would get the Hawks uh, victory. He wouldn't score, but a couple of assists for Connor. 3-2 the final over the Avalanche. And uh, not much more to add to the discussion about our city budget after it was finalized. We we know already, uh, as we told you yesterday, you're paying as much as $20, maybe $30 more a month on average, depending on your home size. Add another $7 if you have a larger garbage bin. They shifted garbage collection from property taxes to utility charges. And uh, with that, again, now we've got the brown bins. Now they're going to charge you more if you keep what you have, less if you get a new smaller bin. But... The thinking here, won't it be more expensive to the city to take away perfectly good brown bins and replace them with brand new smaller ones? It's a question I posed to Mayor Sander Masters, who joined me exclusively yesterday, right after uh, the 8 o'clock news. She graciously showed up after finalizing that budget, a budget she in fact voted against. And I asked Mayor Masters about budgeting for this new garbage bin swap, had they? Uh, Well, that's a great question, Greg. It would have been a great question to ask on the floor of council. During budget. <laughs> well, then, I guess I must, what, run for council next? <laughs> so hey, I, there's a tagline we could all get behind. Uh, I, I think we can follow up if anybody, in fact, if anybody wants to, it's about $90 a year to go with a smaller brown bin. Seven 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 thousand is how you contact the city or go to Regina.ca card swap. You can save $90 a year by going to that smaller bin. Uh, but I think uh, I'm happy to follow up for that question for you to determine what was budgeted for the swap out. You'll be back Thursday then. I'll be back Thursday then. We'll get the answer then, Mayor. Mayor Sandra Masters, what she told me yesterday. So, uh, yeah, she will be here tomorrow. We'll we'll get into her Christmas plans as well, too. Would it make more sense though, to replace the smaller bins only after the old one is cracked and it's worn out and then we call? And Or is money no, no object? <laughs> well, the mayor will answer that question uh, tomorrow for us. 627 now. Hey, calls for Santa Claus at 740 this morning. You want your kids direct line to the North Pole with Santa? 
Call Frank, the producer, now and let him know how he's going to uh, call you back and uh, get your kids' names and get you on the list of kids. And we got a long list. one 877 300 if you want to call Frank now.